Somebody shout like Jesus is on the throne. Somebody praise like no weapon formed against you will prosper. Somebody rejoice like greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Somebody dance like if God be for you, who can be against you? second two weeks, you're asking questions right about now. Why is there a man on stage, on the floor? This is how we roll in this church. We take naps in very awkward moments. First Samuel chapter 5. Look up here real quick. Look how relevant and applicable this message is. In First Samuel chapter 5, we already covered for two weeks the story of how the Philistines captured the ark of God. Ark of God was God's treasure chest. It was a facilitative platform through which and through which the glory of God will be made manifest, the presence of God. This is the most sacred thing on planet Earth prior to Jesus arriving. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the treasure chest, the Ark of God was the most sacred item on planet Earth prior to the arrival of Jesus. In that box, you had the Ten Commandments. You had the rod of Aaron from the book of Exodus. You had the manna. The manna, that's pretty powerful, that God provided the Israelites, the Hebrews, as they were going towards the promised land. All of that, everything that was glorious was in the treasure chest. The Philistines believed that they would capture the glory, as you will know. They would defeat the Israelites. That's why the enemy thinks if he can capture the glory in your life, he will win. What the devil doesn't recognize is that there are things he will never be able to touch in your life. There are things he does not have access to in your life. He never will. So the Philistines, we covered that in the past couple weeks, they took, they actually captured the ark of God. They captured it. They didn't destroy it. They captured it. And they carried the ark of God, here it is, into the town of Ashdod, into the temple of Dagon, and placed it beside an idol of Dagon. And when the citizens of Ashdod went to see it the next morning, Dagon had fallen with his face to the ground in front of the ark of the Lord. We covered this. This is the ark. This is the glory of God, Dagon. Because this is it. Sometimes life will do this to you. Sometimes life will carry you into a circumstance where your faith has to be right next to fear. What if I tell you your faith is not measured by what you do when heaven falls upon you? Your faith is measured by how you react when hell stands next to you. That's when your faith is truly measured. When you're occupying space in life and all of a sudden, boom, either life carries you in or hell shows up, but you're right next to the prophetic is right next to the pathetic. The promise is right next to the problem. Destiny is right next to drama. How do you react? What do you do? That's right there, the secret. How you respond will determine whether or not Dagon comes down. Right there. This is the way it looks. They, they arrived and they took Dagon. 
obey God, and they placed him. Where are my associates? They placed him in his place again. Now, this right here, you give me, before you pick him up, don't forget the ark of God. They, they came in, the same people that came, they came in. And, the, and then they, you come in now, and they saw what? What was the ark doing? Standing. The same people that put you in that difficult place will be the same people that will bear witness that you're still standing. There are people, now I'm speaking to someone here, there are people that thought that the next time they would see you, you would be like this. There are people that predicted your downfall, that talked about your downfall, that gossiped about your downfall, that texted your downfall, that DM'd your downfall, that posted your downfall. They're about to be surprised. They're going to walk in, and instead of finding you on the ground, they're going to find you more glorious than ever before in all of your life. Just for anybody in this place, because you're not just anything. You carry the glory of God. Romans chapter 8, verse 30 says, He has called you, chosen you, given you right standing, and He has placed His glory upon you for you to carry. Psalm 84, 11, He gives us grace and glory. He withholds no good thing. God places upon you His glory. And 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, I love this. God says, not only have I given you my glory, but as you grow in Christ, you won't go from problem to problem and hell to hell and issue to issue. You will go from glory to glory to glory to glory. Is there anyone in 2022 ready to go from glory to glory? How many believe this will be the season you will go from glory to glory? How many are tired of going from problem to problem and drama to drama and you're about to go from glory to glory to glory to glory? That's you. You carry that glory. So the, the ark of God was still standing. Still standing. I just want to ask one time. If you have, if you're a witness of things in your life that have fallen, even people, things, seasons, relationships that are on the ground, but somehow by the grace of God, you're still standing, raise one hand. If your testimony is everything around me went timber, and somehow by the grace of God alone, 1 Corinthians 15, 10, I'm still standing, raise one hand. Every time you praise, you let hell know you're still standing. I should repeat that, see if you get it. Every time you open up your mouth and lift up your hands, you tell all of hell you're still standing. Every time you shout unto God with the voice of triumph, you're telling yourself, you're telling everything around you, you're still standing. Every time you worship, you're still standing. Every time you get on your knees, you're still standing. Every time you quote the word of God, you're still standing. Every time you forgive the people that offended you, you're still standing. Every time you love those that hated you, you're still standing. Is there anyone still standing in Sacramento, California? After all we've been through, every time you believe God for the impossible, you're still standing. Every time you repent for your sins, you're still standing. Amazing. Here it is. Every time you do justice, love, mercy, and walk humbly before God, you're still standing. So he's he, he standing. And this guy, he bruised, he fell in a worship posture, Psalm 97, verse 7. Idols, the false gods, will bow before the living God. The same phrase is what we see in 1 Samuel chapter 1. He did not just fall anywhere, randomly. He fell in front of the ark of God. 
in a worship posture. That's why if you really want to see the day calls around you fall, learn to worship God in spirit and in truth. In your worship, day God will fall. Powerful. I'm going to show you this now. Watch this. They, so they found him. And they, they found him what? Still what? Still standing. Still standing. Okay. I, I just want to make this little subplot here. Because this is, what, what was the ark doing? Like, what did the ark do? smack him in the back of the head. No. No. This is all the ark did. This is the secret. This is what you do when you're right next to everything that runs counter to God's purpose in your life. When hell shows up against you, when life brings you to a circumstance where you're right next to a lie, where you're next to a problem, when you're next to that very thing that runs counter to God's purpose, this is what you should do. Exactly what the ark did. I'm going to show you what the ark did. Maybe I should show you that again. This may be worthy of you taking out your cell phones and taking a picture of it. Because this is all you need to do. If you really want to upset the devil, if you really want to upset the devil, this is, if you want to give the enemy a migraine, this is what you do when all hell shows up. You missed it. Don't freak out. Don't get in a little corner in a fetal position, sucking your thumb, yelling out to everyone. Don't go on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and TikTok and tell the whole world, I'm going through hell. My life is miserable. I'm under spiritual warfare. The devil and his mother-in-law is attacking me. I mean, are you kidding me? No, am I saying you should be fake? No, there's a place for you to be real. You should be real in the presence of the living God. In your prayer closet, be real. As you're driving your car by yourself, be real. I mean, be real with people in small groups, fellow Christians, in your community, in your church. But don't go public. Don't tell the whole world. You know why? In front of the presence of God, you can cry. You go, God, I'm going through hell. I can't believe I'm suffering this. Oh, God, why did you permit this? You're allowed to do that, but in his presence. But the moment you go public, don't let the devil see you sweat. What am I saying? You're in your home. You're in your prayer closet. You're broken. You're all jacked up. I mean, everything is messy. And you're all, the snots are coming down. Your hair's discombobulated. You're going, why did you permit this? Why did you permit? Oh, God, help me, help me. But the moment you get up and you walk out of that door, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I am more than a conqueror through Christ our Lord. If that's you, praise like you know. Be still. You got to learn to be still in the presence of Dagon. You don't freak out. Psalm 46, verse 10. Be still and know that I am God. Did Jesus freak out on the cross? No. The latter glory and the former glory both had the power of. Even though inside of you're going like, oh boy. 
Don't let them see you sweating. Watch me not fall. And then this, 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 this right here. This happens. Ready? It's the sound you hear standing still. Because the sounder needs to pick them up and put them back up. The citizens of Ashdod, they had, they had illiteracy. They weren't able to read because if they would have read the back of Dagon. They placed them right next to them. Again. Stop. Who did it? Who picked them up? already knocked down. Oh, you missed it. You've got to stop hanging around people that are like the citizens of Ashdod. All they do is pick up your past, pick up the trash you went through. They remind you of who you hooked up with five years ago, ten years ago, who broke your heart three years ago. All they do is remind you of your past. You need to finally stand up and say, hold on, I'm sorry. If you don't continue to bring up my past, you can't be in my life anymore. I'm not who I used to be. I am a new creation in Christ Jesus. Are you with me right now? Surround yourself with people that will push you towards your future instead of reminding you of your past. You are a byproduct of Galatians 2.20, 2 Corinthians 5.17. You're not who you used to be before. People like to pick up the stuff, text you the stuff, remind you of your stuff. Stop it. Tell them, no, that's not who I am anymore. No, I'm not that. I don't even live there anymore. And they pick them up, and they pick them up, and they put them right next to them. Uh-huh. If, if they would have had a conversation, it would have sounded like this. You should have stayed down. Because what I'm about to do next to you, I'm going to make sure you never occupy my space ever again. Have you ever been in a season, ever, where you thought something was over and then all of a sudden, sometime later, it reemerges? Is, am I the only? If you've been there, raise one hand. Have you ever asked God the following words? Have the following words ever come out of your mouth? But I thought, even the faith, watch. But I thought, if you've been there, raise your hand. I've been there. I, I went, God, but I thought that. But I thought, why would God permit Dagon? Why does God permit these things to re-emerge in your life? I'm going to give you a word. If for whatever reason something has re-emerged in your life, it's not God searching you. It's not the God of Israel. It's not God judging you. It's not the God of this world. It's not even God testing you. Ooh, for all the religious folk, that everything is a test. Ooh, no. I have news for you. If God permits Dagon to once again occupy your space, it is to bring that issue to permanent closure in your life. 
This got to be for at least three people in the place. I'm here to tell you if that thing came up again, I promise you it's not to bother you or to torture you or to test you. God's about to bring you to permanent closure. Well, it will never occupy your space ever again. If that's your word, shout amen. Every day gone. So they did it. So they closed the door and then this time, this time they didn't, they, he came down. But he didn't come down the same way. He came down, his head was his head off. The only thing that was left was his trunk. Everything else was put in the entry door. So when they would walk in, they would see never again. I'm going to tell you what the Holy Spirit told me to do today. It's a little bit outside the box. It's not part of our orthodoxy and our policy here at Worldview, but we're going to do it. There are things that are going to come down today. I'm not making that up. It's not like hype or wishful thinking. It's many. You're about to see Dagon come down. In the matter of fact, God gave me a word this morning. He didn't even write it down. There's a Dagon that will fall in your generation that will never occupy the space of your children or your children's children. I need you to just believe. Can somebody open up their mouth and say, that Dagon is coming down. I need you to believe that today is the day that Dagon is coming down. The Dagon of addiction is coming down. The Dagon, the Dagon of sexual immorality is coming down. The Dagon of depression and fear and anxiety is coming down. The Dagon, there have been Dagon that have occupied your family lineage from generation to generation. You should put a smile on your face. Yours is the last generation that will have to confront that Dagon. That Dagon is coming down. There are religious Dagons. Some of you have been limited. You haven't even exercised your calling because somebody hurt you in church. Somebody hurt you in a religious setting, and now you're traumatized. You don't even trust people anymore. You don't know who to believe anymore. God says, celebrate today. That Dagon is coming. Every Dagon, not just the external, but the internal Dagon. Right, let, let me introduce you to the biggest day God of all. The biggest day God is not an external threat. The biggest day God is not a devil or a demon or a power out there. The biggest day God is the old version of yourself. When the old you shows up right next to the new you, and the old you invites the new you to go back to being the old you, that old you is about to come down in such a way that it will never re-emerge in your life. I don't know if you're getting this right now. Does, does anyone know what I'm talking about here? I'm here to tell you everything that has limited the fulfillment of God's purpose in your life. Psalm 138 verse 8. Whatever has limited the purpose of God is about to come down. And it's coming down in your generation. The day God that comes down today will never occupy your children's temple. You missed it. The day God that is coming down today will never occupy the space of your children or your children's children. Uh, now, here's what we're going to do. It's going to be different. Day God, when I count to three, I want you to come down. This time, you're not getting back up. But everybody here, at your discretion, no obligation, no coercion, no manipulation. If you need that day God to come down, can you believe never again? Somebody say never again. Stop for a second. When Jesus, when God says never again, what he said in John 19, 30, it was finished. He meant it is what? It's Hebrews 7, 27. He said on the cross, he paid the price.
life, did it all, and you did it once and for all. It is finished. When God says it's over, it's over. You missed it. When the Lord says it's done, it is done. There's not a devil, demon, legion, principality, power of darkness, or even yourself that has the power to undo what God says never again. So I'm here to tell you there are things that you have fought with that you will never have to fight again after today. Somebody say never again. Say never again. Now things are going to fall. So when I count to three, I want you to come down. And you that are here, if there's a name on that has to come down in here, in here, in here, or around here, you just need to believe with me. I've seen it. I've lived it out. That thing on is coming down, and it will never again occupy your space. That thing that has tortured you, harassed you, you know what I'm talking about. That stuff is coming down today. It will never occupy your space again. Pastor Sam, how do you know? Because the word of God never fails. Luke 137. So I know that I know that I know. Two words, never again. Say never again. Say never again. Final thing. So when we do it, you're going to come down. If that's you, if you have a thing on, when I count to three and thing on comes down, you're going to come up, you're going to run to the stage. You're going to hit the stage. You're going to say, never again. Watch. Again, it's just you showing God. You believe the word so much that that day God will never occupy your space again. By the time you get home, every day God will be on the ground completely defeated. Every single darkness, every vestige, every contrary, antithetical, antagonistic idea, work of the enemy, whatever it may be, the day God of cancer is coming down in your generation. The day God of diabetes is coming down in your generation. The day God of multi-generational poverty is coming down in your generation. How many believe God has a, when the glory of God shows up, day God must come down. How many believe that? How many believe it's a lot more than religion and hype? How many believe when the glory of Jesus Christ is manifest, every lie of the enemy must fall down defeated? If that's you, you're going to come up, run up, and hit the thing, and say never again. And bring that day on. Just, you know that day on, the name of it. So you're going to come up, and you're going to say, if you know, if you have it in your mind and your spirit, never again. And if some of you may say, Pastor Sam, I have like 32 days on. Then you may be up here for about 20 minutes. The point is, you're going to come up here, hit the stage, and then go back to your seat. But some of you may want to be here for a couple of minutes, and you have that much like, never again, never again, never again, never again. Never again, never again. Take out your foot. Never again, never again. So, so we're going to do this. Now, uh, 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 oh, 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 oh. Uh, when did all of this take place? Were there any cameras? It was done behind closed doors. It was private. I hear the Lord say, some of y'all have some private battles. Christ in us, the hope of glory. When that glory comes out, 
prophesied, Dagon will fall in the name of Jesus. So let's do it. At the count of three, you, you just, and if you have a Dagon, you're going to come up and you're going to say, never again. It's never going to arise. It's never occupy your space. Never, ever, ever. When God says it is finished, he means it is finished forevermore. Nothing can undo what God has done. Are you ready? One. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, every day, God, in your life, in my life, is coming down today. But this time, say, but this time, oh, somebody should get it. This time, this time, it will never, ever, 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 ever occupy my space ever again. One. Somebody say never again, 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 never again. Somebody shout like you believe it. Somebody lift up your hands and praise like you know that never again. Somebody lift up your voice. Worship God like you know that when God said it is finished, it is finished. Never again will you be held down. Never again will there be a lid on your destiny or your God-ordained purpose. Never again the day gone that comes down in your generation will never Occupy the space of your children or your children's children's generation. Never again. Never again. Never again. Never again. Never again. Never, 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 never again. Never again. Somebody prays like you got your breakthrough. Somebody worship like you got your breakthrough. Somebody rejoice like you got your breakthrough. I sense the Lord. Never again. 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 Ready? Watch this. Gentlemen, come here. This is how we finish. Lift up your hands. This is how we finish. Watch this. Similarities, of course.
this space. I got to show you. Ready, guys? This is my favorite part. Okay, hold, 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 hold. I want to take, take your time. Ready? Take your time. Go ahead, do it now. God's going to elevate you over the very things that once stood in your way. God's going to carry you over the very things that once stood in your way. I don't know if you're getting that. You're a, you had a private battle. You're about to get a public reward. Somebody pray like you know. One more time. You had a private battle, but God's about to reward you publicly. Lift up your hands. You're, everybody, we're done. Stand with me. You're already standing. Your private battle, all of this took place in private. I want you to hear me. Everyone here has had a private battle. Don't act holier than thou like you've never been there. We've all had a battle behind closed doors. We had a battle fear, anxiety, depression, a weakness, a habit, an attitude. Things that were placed upon us from previous generations. Things that are self-inflicted. We've all had a private battle. Privately, this took place. The moment they cast them out, the Bible says they brought gold. They placed it upon them. In other words, they had to give back the hearts of God to the Israelites, but not the way they got it, but even richer than before. I'm here to tell you, you are about to be publicly rewarded for the battle you have fought privately. If this is you, now give him the best praise you've given him all service. Somebody prays like you believe God's about to reward. My God, the battle is mine, saith the Lord. 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 Somebody shout never again. Give it up for Dagon, please.
Never again. Never again. Never again. Never again. Never again. 